This is a sicha from the Kutus Sichus, Chelak Tezvav, Parshas Vayechi, Sicha Beis. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's Parsha, we learn how Yosef placed Manasha to the right and Ephraim to the left of Yaakov, and how Yaakov then switched his hands. And there are four parts in the sicha. The Rebbe will, number one, explain that there are two perspectives about who is greater. Number two, explain each of these perspectives. Number three, explain why Yosef's perspective is that Menashe is greater, and Yaakov's perspective is that Ephraim is greater. And number four, present the Hira in Avedas Hashem. In this week's Sedra, it relates how Yosef placed his two sons, Ephraim and Menashe, before Yaakov in order for Yaakov to bench them. And he placed Menashe to the right of Yaakov, and Ephraim to the left of Yaakov. Yaakov then switched his hands, and he placed his right hand on Ephraim, and his left hand on Menashe. When Yosef saw this, so he wasn't happy with this, and he said to his father, This is not correct, but rather Menashe is the Becher, so place your right hand on Menashe. And Yaakov responded to this, I know this, he indeed will also be great, however his younger brother Ephraim would be greater than him, and Vayasim es Ephraim lifnei Menashe, he placed Ephraim before Menashe, both by putting his right hand on Ephraim, and also in the bracha, he mentioned Ephraim before Menashe. We're going to begin by establishing two points, which are going to be the basis for the entire sicha. And the first point is going to be presented in the form of a question and answer. So the first point is, we need to understand, the reason a Bechar is deserving of receiving a greater bracha than all the other children is not just because the Bechar was born first, but rather the Bechar is born first because the Bechar possesses an advantage and greater prominence than the other children. And that's why the Bechar is born first, and that's why the Bechar is deserving of receiving a greater bracha. And so the question is, since Ephraim's level surpassed Menashe's, as Yaakov said, that so why was it ordained from above that Menashe would be the Bechar and not Ephraim? And so this leads to the conclusion that although that Ephraim has an advantage over Menashe, but nevertheless, Menashe obviously possessed an advantage over Ephraim, and therefore he was Yosef's Bechar. And it's just that with regards to Yaakov's bracha, the quality in which Ephraim was greater than Menashe was more important. And therefore, by the bracha of Yaakov, Vayosem es Ephraim lifnei Menashe. So the first point basically is that even though Ephraim had a greatness, an advantage over Menashe, but obviously Menashe also possessed a quality in which he surpassed Ephraim, and that's the reason why he was Yosef's Bechar. And it's just that in regards to the bracha of Yaakov, the greatness of Ephraim was more relevant and was Negea, and not the greatness and advantage of Menashe. Now moving on to the second point. So another Indian in this is, as we spoke many times, there are no mistakes chas v'shalom by tzaddikim, and especially by the Ovis and Shvatim. And this is especially true in regards to their matters which are stated in Teres Emes. These matters are certainly true and eternal. In addition, since Teira is Melosh and Heira, so they are also an eternal Heira for every Yid in all generations. And so from here it's understood that Yosef's claim, Yosef's perspective, that Menashe is the Bechur, and Yaakov should place his right hand on Menashe, it wasn't because he made a mistake and didn't know that Rather, it's because Yosef held that the greatness of Menashe, which is the reason he was the Bechur of Yosef, outweighed the greatness of Ephraim. 
What this means is that both approaches, meaning both Yasef's that the greatness of Menashe is more important, and Yaakov's approach that the greatness of Ephraim is more important, both of these approaches are true. From the perspective of Yasef, Menashe is greater, and from the perspective of Yaakov, Ephraim is greater. And this is the reason that in regards to to Uli Yasef, Bonim, when it comes to who Yasef had as a child, that Menashe was the Bechar, because the Koyach Av is found more in the Bechar. Whereas in their connection to Yaakov, it says, Shnei Bonecha, your two sons, Yasef, Li Heng, there are mine, Ephraim and Menashe, Kiruvin Vishimin Yuli. That Ephraim is said before Menashe, and Ephraim is like Ruvin, who is Yaakov's Bechar. So what we're saying over here is that in addition to each of them having an advantage, from Yasef's perspective, it's correct and true to say that the advantage and greatness of Menashe is more prominent and important, and it deserves the greater bracha. And from Yaakov's perspective, it's, Menashe, it's Ephraim who is greater and more important, and he deserves to be first and have the greater bracha. Considering these two points, so this is not actually said in the Sicha, but it comes out that there's a question, which is, what is the explanation of these two points? What's the explanation that we're saying that both Ephraim and Menashe each possess a different advantage and greatness? And what's the explanation for the point that Yasef appreciates more the advantage and greatness of Menashe, and Yaakov appreciates more the advantage and greatness of Ephraim? So the difference between Menashe and Ephraim, and also how the greatness of Menashe is connected to Yasef, and the greatness of Ephraim is connected to Yaakov, will be understood based on the difference in their names. Both names, Menashe, which he was called Menashe because Kineshani Elikimis Kol Amoli, the ace called Beis Avi, that Hashem made him jump away to forget his father's home, and Ephraim, who was given his name, Ki Ephraim Elikim Be'eretz Ani, Hashem made him great and to multiply in this land of Mitzrayim, this land of affliction. So both of these express the feelings which the descent, the Yerida in Mitzrayim, evoked by Yasef. But each communicates an opposite aspect. Menashe, the name Menashe reminded Yasef that Narshani Beis Avi, that he's living in a place which makes him spring away, makes him forget Beis Avi. This expresses his yearning not to forget, but rather to be connected to Beis Avi. The way a person remembers something is by feeling that they're forgetting about it and they don't want to forget about it. That reminds a person of this thing that's important to them. On the other end, Ephraim, so in contrast, the name Ephraim is an expression of thanks and praise for Hifrani Elikim Be'eretz Oni, for the greatness and advantage which he reached in Mitzrayim. So both of these names, they express the feelings that going into Mitzrayim evoked by Yasef. One feeling is that he's forgetting his father's home and he doesn't want to forget it. And one is an expression of thanks for the greatness that he achieved by being in Mitzrayim. Now these two inyanim of Menashe and Ephraim are connected to the two approaches in the Aveda of Ayid in Eretz Anyi, meaning the Aveda of Ayid and Golos. One approach is that Ayid toils not to be influenced by the surrounding environment. So that's the person's Aveda. They're in Golos and they're laboring, they're toiling not to be influenced by the Golos. And they do this through being attached to base Avi, meaning they do this through being attached to the state of how it was before the Yerida and Golos. One constantly reminds themselves that they are in a situation which makes them forget base Avi 
makes them forget where they were before this Yerida. And all this helps a person not to forget. So the first approach is all about not being influenced and not, be effect, not being affected by the darkness of the Golas. The person does this by reminding themselves where they were before the Yerida and Golas. And then there's a second approach, which is that a person and their Aveda is in Eretz Yonyi, in the darkness of Golas. It's not about not being affected by the darkness of Golas. It's about doing an Aveda in that darkness. And they do this to the extent that the person doesn't remember so much the base Avi. Unlike in the first way, that the person is constantly trying to remember how they were before the Yerida in order not to be influenced. Here the person is focusing on doing an Aveda in the Golas. And so they're not remembering so much the base Avi, how it was beforehand. The person toils in Eretz Anyi until they actually grow through that Aveda. And this Aveda in Eretz Anyi is to illuminate the darkness of Golas with the air of Gdusha. And this actually achieves a greatness and advantage in the person doing the Aveda that they can have Ifrani Likim Beretz Anyi. So one approach is about not being influenced by the darkness of Golas. And the other approach is about doing an Aveda in the darkness of Golas to bring light into the Golas and to actually transform the darkness of Golas into light. According to this, we can now understand why Ephraim is Yigdal Mimenu than Menashe. Because the ultimate purpose of the Yerida in Mitzrayim and in Golis in general is the Yerida Tzayrech Aliyah. That a person should reach an Aliyah higher than before the Yerida. Not just not to forget base Avi, which is the Aveda of Menashe, which means not to be influenced, that the Yerida shouldn't cause a Yerida, but the person should stay on the previous level. That's not the purpose of Golis, but rather primarily to achieve something in Golis, to have an Aliyah. The goal is that there should be a gain through the Yerida. The Ifrani Elikim Baritz Anyi. So since that's the ultimate purpose, that's why Ephraim is Yigdal Mimenu than Menashe. On the other hand, Menashe is the Bechar. He was born first because in the Leda, in the Revelation, meaning the Avaidah Bepayal, there Menashe comes before Ephraim. Before a person can have a positive inf- impact in Eretz Anyi to achieve Ephraim Yelikim, that a person could ch- transform the darkness to light, which is the Indian of Asay Toiv, that the person is accomplishing and doing something in the darkness. Before that, one must first ensure that they aren't affected by the darkness of Golas, which is the Indian of Sir Meirah. And how is this done? This is done through constantly remembering and connecting with Beis Avi. So that's why in Leido, meaning in Avaida Bepoyal, Menashe comes first. A person cannot succeed at Ifrani Lekim Beretz Onyi to transform the darkness into light if they don't first ensure that they're safe from the darkness. So the first the person has to protect themselves from the darkness. That's done through remembering base Avi. And then afterwards, they're able to do the Asay which means transform the darkness into light to accomplish something in the Golis. So however, since the ultimate purpose is the Aliyah, which is Ephraim, so therefore for Yaakov's Bracha, what's the connection to Yaakov's Bracha, which is the Bracha in the Sinus Kayach from above for the Aveda of Golis. So there, Ephraim is more prominent because the whole idea of this bracha is in the Sinus Kayach for the Golis, for the Aveda of Golis. And the whole purpose of the Aveda in Golis is the Aliyah. So therefore, Ephraim is more prominent. So in the Leda, which is associated with Yosef, there, Menashe comes first. However, in the ultimate purpose and goal, which the bracha is in the Sinus Kayach for that, there, Ephraim is first and Ephraim is greater. A deeper explanation of all this, of the Avedah and Golis, there are a number of Vinyanim in the greatness 
an advantage which a Yid achieves through the Aveda in the darkness of Golis. There are three things. Number one is the Yerida in Golis reveals the Taikif of the Neshama not to be affected by the darkness of Golis. That's one thing that the Yerida of Golis accomplishes. This is similar to the idea of how a Managid, when there's opposition, it triggers and awakens the Midas and the and also similar to the explanation on the Pasuk of Tzom Nafshi, that when is it Tzom Nafshi? Specifically, Be'eretz Tziyav Ha'ayif, when there's darkness and concealment. And Halavai Ba'kredesh Chaziz Sicha, meaning when there's revelation, when there's Giloy, this Taikif of the Neshama is not there. So that's one thing that the Yerida of Golis, the Yerida in Golis accomplishes, that it reveals the Taikif of the Neshama that is otherwise concealed and hidden. Then there's a deeper level, number two, which is that a great Yerida brings out the deeper taikif of the Neshama, more than the first one. And this is a taikif which has no limits. The taikif of the Neshama that we're talking about over here, which has no limits, has the kayak not just that Golish shouldn't affect it, but to the contrary, Adaraba, to affect its surroundings and elevate them to its level, to the extent that it can be mahapich, it could transform the darkness of Golish into light. So the first one is that the Yerida brings out a taikif of the Neshama not to be affected, this is something the Neshama had beforehand. It's just that it needs this Golis to bring it out. And then a deeper level is that it brings out the Taikif of the Neshama, which is Bleakful. But this also, it was there beforehand in the Neshama. It's just that the Yerida brings it out. So these two Inyanim are already in the Neshama. And it's just that they become revealed through the Avaita and Golis. However, there's an even higher Inyan, which is that through transforming the darkness of Golis into light, so the Neshama achieves a level that it doesn't have previously. The being mahapach of chayshich into er gives the neshama something which the neshama didn't have beforehand. Unlike the first two, which is there in the neshama, it just needs the yiridah to reveal them. And this is similar to a Baal Tshuva who has zachis which come from zdainus, which a tzaddik doesn't have. It's a certain type of thing that does not exist for the neshama on its own. A tzaddik can't have it. It's through the yiridah and the chayshich that this entirely new thing is accomplished. On this basis of the deeper explanation and these three levels, we can appreciate the difference between Menashe and Ephraim. Both Menashe and Ephraim are Yosef's children, meaning they both reveal his Indian of Yosef Hashem Li Bein Acher, to make from the Acher Bein, meaning the Hesafa, the increase, which is achieved through the Aved and Galus, transforming the Acher, the Sitra Acher, into a Bein. However, in this Hesafa, that is achieved through the Aved and Galus, there are two levels. Number one is Menashe. Which Menashe, like we said, refers to the powerful memory of Beis Avi. This refers to the Taikif of the Neshama, which was revealed by Yosef through his Avaid and Mitzrayim, which corresponds to the first two levels, where we spoke about the Taikif of the Neshama, that's otherwise Behel and Vehester, that becomes revealed through the Cheshech and Helen Vehester of the Golis. Either it's the Taikif of the Neshama not to be influenced, or it's the infinite Taikif of the Neshama that it can even be Mahapech the Cheshech to the Er. And then there's Ephraim. Ephraim refers to the Yisr and the Er, which is drawn down from the darkness itself. Not the taikif of the neshama, the yisra er that comes from the darkness itself, the frani alikim barits onyi. And since this is the ultimate purpose of the galus, therefore Ephraim is greater than Menashe. However, according to this, it becomes even more difficult to understand the connection between Menashe to Yosef and Ephraim to Yaakov. Seemingly, it should be the opposite. Menashe comes to remind one of base avi should be more connected to Yaakov. That Yosef is talking about base avi, he's talking about Yaakov. And Ephraim, who is Ephraim in the Kimberitz Oni, which comes from the Aveda of Yosef Hashem Li Bein Acher, that should be connected to Yosef. That's the whole idea of Yosef. Yosef Hashem Li Bein Acher. So we'll understand this by first explaining the Pasuk, which 
when the question is that it would be enough to say in short, What's the need for the words where it describes Shnei Bonecho? Which ones? The ones that were born to you in the land of Mitzrayim before my coming to Mitzrayim. So the answer is that these words, are not just a simon for which of Yosef's children will be counted in the number of the Shvatim. It's the ones that were born to you in Eretz Mitzrayim before I descended to Mitzrayim. It's not just a simon. Rather, it's also a reason and an explanation for why they are counted to Yaakov. Why is it Lihem? It's because they were born to Yosef in Eretz Mitzrayim. And in addition, but before Yaakov came to Mitzrayim, therefore Lihem. So very simply, the explanation is, because despite them being born in Mitzrayim and raised in an environment without Yaakov, so they were both in Mitzrayim and before Yaakov came to Mitzrayim, and nevertheless, they behaved and conducted themselves like Yaakov's, like Yaakov's grandchildren, therefore Lihem. This, that they were raised and lived like Yaakov's grandchildren, despite being born in Mitzrayim, and despite it not being under the influence of Yaakov, this reflects the true perfection of Yaakov. And as we'll explain later in the Sicha, how this is connected to the true perfection of Yaakov. But on a very simple level, this is the idea of Mitasei Shlema, that all of Yaakov's children and grandchildren were raised and lived in the way of Yaakov. The true perfection of that is is by those who were born in Mitzrayim and not under the influence of Yaakov, and still they lived like Yaakov's grandchildren. According to this, we can understand why Yaakov placed Ephraim before Menashe in this context. Menashe, so since Menashe expresses how the memory and connection of base Avi does not cease, so therefore it comes out that this manner of Avaidah, that the person is constantly attached to base Avi, it doesn't contain the real state of Ad Ba'i that I'm not in Mitzrayim, because this is an Avaidah of remembering Yaakov, bringing Yaakov into Mitzrayim, since the memory of base Avi is constantly there. The true state of Ad Ba'yelech Mitzrayimo, that not just it's in Mitzrayim, but it's without Yaakov, is in the Aved of Ephraim. This Aved of Ephraim expresses how one is found in Eretz Onyi. There's no revealed connection with Yaakov to the base Avi. And nevertheless, one does their Avedah in a manner that, it is, that it's apparent that they are Yaakov's grandchild. That's the whole idea of Ephraim, that there isn't this constant reminder of base Avi, but rather there's an Avedah in Eretz Onyi. And even there, it's apparent that this is Yaakov's grandchild. That is a much greater Ad than the Avoid of Menashe. And that's why over here, Yaakov placed Ephraim before Menashe. To explain this further, it's explained in Chassidus that Yaakov is Midas Emes, which the Mid of Emes is Mavriach Menakotza Elakotza. It goes through every level. It's not confined and limited only to certain places. It goes from the very highest Kotza to the very lowest Kotza. And this idea of Midas Emes of Yaakov is accomplished through Yosef, because the level of Yaakov himself, not his Midas Emes, his actual level, is in Atzillus, which is above the worlds of Biyah. And Yosef brings down the level of Yaakov Atzillus into the worlds of Biyah, all the way to Elam Hazatachtan, which is the very lowest Kotzeh. And this is the inner reason why the Yerida of Yaakov Mitzrayim, which refers to the Mitzrayim and Gvulim of Biyah, was through Yosef, because that's the point of Yosef, to accomplish and execute this Midas Emes of Yaakov, that it's from the Kotzeh Achi Elyin to the Kotzeh Achi Tachtin. And this is also true regarding the very highest Kotzeh, that specifically through Ishabcha Chashuchal Nehera, the Indian of Yosef Hashem Li Bein Acher, which is the, what Yosef does, there is then the Yusur Na'erm and Achishach, higher than Atzilus, which is the level of Yaakov on his own. So you have both the Kotzachi Tachtin, that it goes all the way into Biyah, into Ilam Hazah Tachtin, and you also have the Kotzach Elyon, that through this Avaida it achieves something even greater than the Madrego of Yaakov himself in Atzilus. 
And this also explains why the 17 years which Yaakov lived in Mitzrayim were his best years. This is because he reached his ultimate perfection, his shlemus of Mavriach Menakotza Elakotza through the Yerida in Mitzrayim, which, is, which reflects and expresses the Midas Emes of Yaakov bringing Menashe and Ephraim into this new idea. So since Ephraim and Menashe take the place of Yosef in the number of the Shvatim, so it's understood that they are similar to Toldus Yaakov to Yosef in bringing down the Inyonim of Yaakov in Eretz Mitzrayim. And actually in doing so, they have an advantage over Yosef because the level of Yaakov at Silus shines in a revealed way in Yosef, even in the way he descends to Mitzrayim, Ilam and since the Ashpah from Yaakov, which is higher than Mitzrayim Biyah, shines in his Avedah, that of Yosef, so there's no possibility for the Helam and Hester of Mitzrayim. And on the contrary, Adarabo, we know that Yosef ruled over Mitzrayim. According to this, it comes out that the Avedah of Yosef is not the real Yerida in the darkness of Mitzrayim. It's not the very lowest Kotzeh. And this is similar to what actually occurred, that as long as Yosef lived, there couldn't be any decrees, any xeris against the Eden. It was as if they didn't really descend to Mitzrayim. Only after the passing of Yosef does it say in the Medrash that So Yosef is really not really going to the lowest Kotzeh because there shines in Yosef the level of Yaakov. Specifically through It's before Yaakov even entered the picture which is the Aved in a place where the level of Yaakov isn't seen in the darkness of Mitzrayim, which is Ma'ilim and Master, and a Menaget to Kedusha, is the ultimate perfection of Yaakov, which is Mavriach Menakotze, Lakotze achieved. So it's specifically through the sons of Yosef. Now these three levels, Yaakov, which on his own, he is higher than Mitzrayim. It's Atzilus. Yosef, which shines Mitzrayim with the Ashpah of Yaakov. So he's in Mitzrayim, but it shines there, the level of Yaakov. And then the sons of Yosef, which relates to the darkness of Mitzrayim the way it is. So they three generally correspond to the three in Yonim we described in the earlier part of the Sikha, the three different levels in the Yisrael that's achieved through the Yerida and Golis. The first Indian was that because of the Taikif of the Neshama, the Golis can't affect the Yerida and the Neshama. That brings out the Taikif that the Neshama shouldn't be affected by its surroundings. So it comes out that it's as if one is removed and above Golis. This is similar to Yaakov, who is above going down to Mitzrayim. The second Indian, that relative to the Taikif of the Neshama, there can't be any opposition. And so the darkness is transformed to light. It's the infinite Taikif of the Neshama, that it can be Mahapech the Cheshech to Er, is similar to the Avedah of Yosef, which brings down the level of Yaakov in Mitzrayim, which causes this Hapech HaSheikh in Ahira. And the third Indian of the Yusrin of the, of the light, which is drawn from the darkness itself, is achieved through the Avedah in the darkness of Mitzrayim, where the Ashpah of Yaakov isn't seen which is the So we have one Indian of Yaakov, that the person is entirely above Golos, not being affected and influenced by Golos. You have another Indian where the Ashba of Yaakov goes into the Golos and therefore could affect even his Hapcha HaShuchel and Ahira, but it's all an extension of the air of the Neshama. And then you have another Indian, which is explained more in the Urs, where the Cheshech of Golos is there and there's a Yisrim which is accomplished through being Mahapech the Cheshech Ta'er that the Cheshech itself turns into air, And that is accomplished through Menashe and Ephraim, through the sons of Yosef, that they are in Mitzrayim like Yosef, but at the same time, it's not about the air of Yaakov going into Mitzrayim, and therefore it's really above Mitzrayim, but just also being Mahapachet, because of its infinite Taikif, but rather there's the darkness itself, and the darkness is transformed into light.
According to all this, we can now understand the connection of Menashe to Yosef, which therefore he was Yosef's Bechar, and Ephraim to Yaakov. So by Menashe, since the union of Menashe is to reveal the memory of Beis Avi, and thereby is able to transform the darkness of Mitzrayim, so this is similar to what we just said, the Avoid of Yosef, who draws down the union of Yaakov, which is Beis Avi to Biyah, and thereby transforms the darkness to light. And Ephraim, so the ultimate perfection of Yaakov, which we said Yaakov is Midas Emes, is specifically through the Yisrin Ha'erm and HaChoshech Atzmei, the Choshech itself. And this is accomplished through Ephraim, which is the union of Ephraim Yelikim Be'eretz Onyi. And so Menashe is connected more to Yosef, and Ephraim more to Yaakov. In conclusion, Yidin are called with the name of Yosef, as it says, Noyekatzein Yosef. And so from this it's understood that every Yid is to have both Avedis of Menashe and Ephraim. First and foremost, a Yid must wish and yearn to be in Beisavi, which means to be in a state which is above Golos. A Yid's Yirida into the Helm of the world. Tibimavar the Golos has to be Onosalpia Dibur. It has to be forced because the Yid doesn't want to be there. And as a result, immediately upon completing one Shluchas in the place of Golos where Hashem sent the person, one immediately runs to a place where they can entirely dedicate themselves to Nyonik Dusha Teirav Aveda. On the other hand, one must however know that as long as they are in their shluchas and galus, within there, one may not suffice just with the Aveda of Menashe, which means to only be concerned with oneself, that they shouldn't forget Beisavi and not be affected by the surrounding environment. This Aveda of being in the galus is a preparation for the ultimate purpose, to accomplish Yifrani Elikim Be'eretz Onyi, to shine the darkness of Golos with Ner Mitzvah Ter'er to the extent of being Mahapech, transforming the darkness of Golos into light, Velaylo Kayoim Yoyer. So it's not enough that a person just protects and safeguards themselves, but there is a mission in Asay Toyev that the person has to work with the darkness and be Mahapech the Cheshech Ter'er.